You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. Hello, musical, muscular, and or mustached muchachos, mudskippers, and muffins. This is Good Job Brain, your <laughs> weekly quiz show and offbeat trivia podcast. Today's show is episode 34, and of course, I'm your humble host, Karen, and we are your orating orchestra of original organisms orbiting ortolans. Mmm. Oh. Yummy. I'm Colin. I'm Dana. And I'm Muffin. I mean, Chris. So I want to ask you guys, I learned something pretty interesting over the week. Do you guys know what an intero bang is? Yes. Well, how does everybody yeah. know that? <laughs> I don't know what it is. Because I'm a, like a grammar and editing nerd. Yeah, intero exactly. bang. Oh, yeah. Is it an exclamation mark? It's an, it's exclamation, an exclamation mark combined yeah. with a question mark. There is okay. an yeah. actual symbol yeah, that right. is the merging of... An exclamation point with mm-hmm. a question mark. Right. In an old school font setting, you didn't actually call it an exclamation mark. They would call it a bang. Right. Interrogation. Yeah. Imagine on, what on they top. would look like when you put them on top of each other. So you okay. can like, do it on typewriter, like back up one space and type it again. Didn't I, really catch on. No, didn't really catch no, on. No. Mm-mm. No, now, like they just, now they just put them next to each other. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's the symbol of my life. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> it is. Yeah. That's Karen's now, symbol yeah. as an interrogation. That'd be on my tombstone. <laughs> now the official punctuation mark of good job, right? I thought it was like sexy spies do it. <laughs> it's called the Matahari. <laughs> In our last episode, we had a listener challenge. Mm-hmm. Remember that? Indeed. About our crazy weekend. <laughs> and, and what I did was describe uh, our adventures. Which were not true. Not true. What? Didn't actually happen. <laughs> uh, turns out all of the strange things that happened to us are movie plots. From movies that actually have numbers in their titles. So I asked you guys, the listeners, how would you sum up our adventure? And a lot of people wrote in and got it right. And here I'm going to read an email from listener Joe Feheron, who sent in the answer. And he says, wow, (laughs) you guys sound like you had a rough trip. It must have been hard to travel to the wedding with all of Dana's 27 dresses. I bring all of them. And that derailed train with the alien? How freaky. I hope you caught it on digital video and not some old Super 8 camera. (laughs) I guess it was a good thing that Chris did so well in the rap battle on that 8-mile road. Just when you thought your luck was turning around, out popped the London undead. Your patient hiding in the underground ended with the zombies leaving only 28 days later. But then somehow you ended up searching for seven samurai to defend that village. And to top it all off, you guys almost were kicked out of the casino in Vegas. Luckily, you're all over the age of 21. I guess if I had to sum it all up, I'd say your trip was full of challenges. But once again, you proved that though you had 99 problems... Trivia ain't one. Oh so the answer God. was 99. Good job, oh, everybody Joe. who wrote it. <laughs> <laughs> so spirited. So into the story. Actually, when I solved this puzzle, I emailed you the IMDB link for the movie 99. And some people did, too. Ah, okay. And we're all very impressed. Yeah. <laughs> Good job, Chris, and everyone else. And we contacted the winners. So I'm not congratulations. eligible for the prize. No, you were not. <laughs> So here we go. Uh, We're doing an all-quiz today. So this is our all-quiz number seven. (music) 
So today we all made up our own quiz segment to stump each other, but we're gonna first start off with our usual general trivia segment, which is pop quiz hotshot. Here I have my random trivial pursuit card. Uh, a lot of these questions are about alcohol. Hmm. hmm. Oh well, let's. So we should do real well. Yeah. Really well. <laughs> I see no problem with that. Blue wedge geography. What Japanese city is home to a world-famous snow festival and shares its name with a popular beer? Oh, that was Colin first. I believe it's Sapporo. Yes, Sapporo. Pop culture pink wedge. What infomercial star promoted the Mighty Putty, OxyClean, and Orange Glow? That was Colin again. Uh, Is it the late, great Billy Mays? Billy Mays. Yellow wedge. When were the first Oscars awarded? And it's multiple choice. 1918, 1929, or 1936? Dana. Is it 1929? Yes, correct. 1929. Always go with the middle answer. In 1944. I'm not really sure what this is asking. Mm. Is it so the name a, of, a, of a painting? It, or? Yeah. Is that... Uh, it's a title. Yeah. Dream caused by a flight of a bee around a pomegranate a second before awakening. Colin. I, I'm, I think that's a Dali. Correct. Oh, Salvador okay. Dali. All right. Green wedge for science. What do solar flares cause in the northern hemisphere? Chris. The Aurora Borealis. Yes. Mm-hmm. Last question, Orange Wedge. What ingredient gives Sambuca, Ouzo, and Pastis their distinctive flavor? Is it uh, anise or black licorice? It yeah. is anise, yeah. yes. Sambuca, Ouzo, and Pastis are all or alcohol that is flavored with anise and tastes like licorice. Those are the ones that always come late in the drinking evening yeah. for me. <laughs> you don't really start, you don't no. start off with yeah, the yeah, Uzo. Yeah. 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 Hey guys, yeah. there's some free gaming for the concert. <laughs> yeah. Got the Sambuca! <laughs> yeah, as the night wears on, it becomes a better and better idea. Yeah. Yeah. That's what's left. This what's is going to be the best New Kids on yeah. the Block reunion forever. <laughs> all right, all quiz. Who wants to go first? All right, so I don't know about you guys, but one of my favorite ways of traveling is road trip. I love getting out in the car and driving around. And as a kid, it was always, you know, a big deal for us, for me and my sister, to see who could spot the most out-of-state license plates. Oh. And I, I still play this game, even when Do I'm out on road trips. Well, yeah, so there are many variations. We would play sometimes, you know, the punching. You can also do it if you have, like, your sweetheart. You can trade them for kisses. You know, there's lots of ways you can spin it. You can go the whole gamut from affection to violence with this game. Uh, so as a kid, and again, even now, one of the things I loved was not just seeing the out-of-state plates, but is the slogans and the state mottos on the out-of-state oh. plates, which, you know, range from this the sublime to the ridiculous. <laughs> so I have prepared a quiz for you guys, which will reward your uh, eagle-eyedness. Oh, yeah. And it is license Fail. plate slogans from around this great country of ours. <laughs> right. uh, so uh, this could be from any of the states. Uh, I think you guys will do better than you might think, Karen. Okay. All right. The Silver State. <laughs> Dana. Oh, is it Nevada? It is Nevada. Oh, okay. That's right. That's right. 
I thought it was like, because California is the golden state. I was like, okay, what's number two? <laughs> I don't think they would look at it that way. Oh, okay. Right, yeah, you know, and a lot of these are based on what's big in tourism or what's big in natural resources <laughs> or some historical event. And yeah, Nevada is a lot of silver mines. So the silver state. Okay. Land of Lincoln. Chris, Illinois. It is Illinois. Oh. Land of Lincoln. Is he from Illinois? Is that why? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Like built, you guys are like, yeah. He, he built a log cabin <laughs> with his own bare hands that he was born in. They claim him. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Strong fetus. He is amazing. <laughs> the Evergreen State. Dana. Is it Washington? It is Washington. Oh. Washington State. That's oh. right. Great faces, great places. Now, if you think about this one, yeah. Karen. South Dakota, only because Mount Rushmore is Absolutely there? Absolutely right. <gasps> Absolutely right. Yeah, and the background image is, in fact, Mount Rushmore. So That's great. That's great. Good one. This is probably the most dramatic one. Live free or die. Nice. <laughs> Chris, New Hampshire. It is New Hampshire. Yeah, okay. and uh, I like. I always like to put this one in contrast. So mm. after live free or die, famous potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I it was a tie, Dana. Idaho. Idaho, in fact, yes. So that's, that's the range. And uh, of course, George Carlin noted this in a famous routine of his. I wonder if Bruce Willis should get a New Hampshire <laughs> license plate, and he just handwrites in hard, hard. for each one. <laughs> yeah. Taxation without representation. Dana. Washington, D.C.? It is Washington, D.C. Mm. That is their not-so-subtle protest. Yeah. <laughs> it's really, it's, it's, that is by far the most passive-aggressive license plate slogan. The here. most passive-aggressive license plate slogan <laughs> yeah, yeah. since, hey, the big white thing is the dishwasher. <laughs> Rhode Island. <laughs> Birthplace of Aviation. Karen. Is it Ohio? It is Ohio. Because the Wright brothers are from there. Yes, the Wright brothers are from there. Now, however, another state has on their license plates first in flight, which is... It is North Carolina, which is where Kitty Hawk was. This even spilled over onto their quarter designs. You know, remember they had those custom state quarters. Mm. Yeah, one of them claims first in flight because the flight was actually there. But Ohio claims them because all their labs and all of they were based in Ohio. All right. Well, you guys did pretty well. Yeah. Good job. I thought I was going to bomb that one. Well, speaking of road trips, I have a quiz called Whose Burger Is It Anyway? Um, in which, in which we will run over, uh, various fast food restaurants and I will tell you a certain, uh, type of hamburger that is, uh, that is served mm, in this restaurant. A signature oh. burger. And if you, you will have to tell me the restaurant that it is served at. This was inspired, by the way, by a bizarre headline. I don't know if you recently saw that a gallon jug of McJordan sauce yes. um, was recently on put up eBay. on eBay. Yeah, so back in the early 90s, McDonald's introduced the McJordan burger, which was, it had like bacon and barbecue sauce on it, basically, yep. Yep. but it was to capitalize in the the national, you know, fame of uh, Chicago Bulls basketball star, uh, Michael Jordan. And a McDonald's franchisee apparently saved a gallon jug of the barbecue sauce, which was labeled McJordan barbecue sauce, and saved it long these many years, decided to sell it on eBay as a as a crossover collectible, both to McDonald's collectors and to Michael Jordan collectors. 
he got a bid of uh, just under ten thousand yeah. dollars. Wow! Yeah. Um, but we don't we, we don't know if he actually got the money from that or not yet. I'm not really sure if the money changed hands. But yeah. <laughs> I but know it, it you know. sounds ridiculous, but that is yeah. super rare. Yeah, well, a, uh, apparently he had had it for sale for a while. This was not yeah. his first attempt to sell it, so oh. demand may not be as high as you think. I, I don't think know. He, I think he imagined that it would be worth a bunch of money, but yeah, it's exactly. It's like even if you are a big basketball collector. <laughs> uh, but anyway, the McJordan was a burger that McDonald's served. So let's. Move Move on to some more burgers, and we'll see how you guys do. These are past and present. If you hear a blank uh, in the name of the sandwich, that is because whatever was there would identify it too much. Got it. The Arch Deluxe. Uh, mm, uh, Karen. (laughs) (laughs) It was all the same time. It doesn't feel that special. Uh, That was McDonald's, and the Arch Deluxe had ranch in it. Right? It didn't have ranch on it. It was fancy for grown-ups. It had a mayo mustard sauce. Not a fancier Yeah, because yeah. I remember they were advertising it. It's like, oh, it's not for kids. It's right. for adults. Exactly. Right. It, was a, it was a failure. It was an attempt to make an upscale seeming burger. Um, but as it turns out, adults just wanted regular McDonald's burgers. Um, <laughs> it was a solution in search of a problem, yeah, as we like to say. The Baconator. Dana. Is that Jack in the Box? It's not Jack in the Box. Uh, uh, Colin. I think it was Wendy's. It is. Wendy's uh, has the Baconator. Yeah. What is the Baconator? Two, two patties and like four strips of bacon. It's a bunch. Yeah. It's a, yeah it's a, they're it's very a, specific about the number of strips of bacon, lest, lest you feel you were shortchanged. Double burger with a whole lot of bacon. Um, <laughs> the Big and Tasty. The Big and Tasty. Colin? I think that was also McDonald's. It was also McDonald's, but what was it? Oh gosh, what I, is it? It's still served in in places. Big huh. and tasty. Yeah, I I'm gonna have to pass. I'm gonna draw on blank. Anybody here. know? Mm-mm. The big and tasty is McDonald's answer to the Whopper. Uh, it is a burger with a larger diameter, basically a Whopper uh, size. Oh, that burger. is what the Whopper. What makes the Whopper special? Is yes, it's a bigger patty. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's a it's oh. a patty of larger diameter and bun of larger diameter. Hmm. Yeah. How about the six dollar burger? So many, uh, Colin. That's Carl's Jr. Yes, mm-hmm. it is Carl's Jr. What is the uh, Hardee's equivalent of the $6 burger? Oh. oh. That's right, because it's regional. Uh, the six-buck burger. <laughs> <laughs> Hardee's calls their burgers the thick burgers, ah. the monster thick burgers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All the same products and some slightly different names. How about the Junior Bacon Cheeseburger? Karen? Burger King? It's not Burger King. Uh... Colin? I think it's Wendy's. Wendy's has the Junior Bacon Uh. Cheeseburger. Wendy's was actually the first of the fast food chains to introduce the 99-cent value menu. Yeah, that was an innovation that uh, everybody ended up taking from Wendy's. Yeah, That that has become the business model now. It certainly has, yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was a stroke of genius. The Rodeo Cheeseburger. Rodeo. Rodeo Cheeseburger. Rodeo. Yes. Which is not Rodeo Cheeseburger. It's not a fancy cheeseburger <laughs> served. How about, how about Colin? I'll guess Carl's Jr. It's actually Burger King. Ah. Uh, and the Rodeo Cheeseburger has onion rings and barbecue sauce oh, on yeah. it. Oh, yeah. Yes. Okay. The blank DLT. Colin. Oh, that was the McDLT. Yes. Yeah. What was so interesting about the McDLT? It was, that was the one, I think, that had the special container that kept the hot side hot and the cool side cool. Absolutely. And so they would put the meat and the bun and the cheese on one side and the lettuce and the tomato were on the other side. Yep. Because I, apparently people were just complaining left and right about wilted vegetables on their burger. But I remember just thinking, like, at the time, like, mm-hmm. wait, so the gimmick of the burger is the package, not, not the burger itself. Wait, so you right. have to construct 
construct it yourself then? Yeah. Oh. You just you just take the top and the bun part off the one side and put it on the other. Right. But right. It, it keeps yes. the lettuce and the tomatoes away from the patty until you're ready to combine the two it's of like them. for people who have OCD. Also, it had a <laughs> double-sized styrofoam yeah. container. Yeah, and I remember um, that killed them when they... It did. Uh, it actually was one of the reasons, uh, because it was just coming up at the time when people were complaining that McDonald's used too much styrofoam, and this had a huge styrofoam container. <laughs> so they got rid of it. Colin, uh, what was the Big 33? Ooh, the Big 33. I'm gonna guess mm-hmm. it was like they had to go above the quarter pound, so I don't know. Was... Um, <laughs> think of the number 33 in sports. Oh, okay, so it was something in Boston? Uh, yeah, you're getting there. Larry Bird? Larry Bird. It was, it was, came out simultaneously at McDonald's with the McJordan. Uh, it was the Larry Bird, uh, named burger that they had during what's that in promotion. It? It, I think it's the exact same burger, actually. Uh, they just uh. called it different things in different territories. It should have been made with chicken. No, I think, <laughs> I think that's, that's cute. I think it was different. I believe that, like, the whole thing with the Jordan it's one green. was, like, that was, like, his favorite recipe. Oh, okay. So I, may, I wouldn't I may be surprised. If the, the, the bird one maybe was historical documents favorite. are sketchy. Um, <laughs> animal style. In and out. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's from In and Out's not so secret menu. Yes. It's not not printed at the restaurants, but it is online. Mm-hmm. Um finally, the hula burger. I know it's on it. I don't yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who had the hula burger? This is old. Karen. I'm going to say McDonald's. It is McDonald's. Yes. Do you know was, what it is? It was actually just the pineapple. There was no meat in it, right? Yep, you're right. Because um, it was for vegetarian. So the hula burger was actually, it was this idea of there were a lot of Catholics who did not eat beef on Fridays. And so Ray Kroc, founder of McDonald's, um, thought we have to do something for them. So it was the hula burger and it was a slice of pineapple with cheese melted onto huh. it, replacing the meat, which proved not popular. Um, <laughs> but the filet of fish, which was come yeah. up with, I believe, by a franchisee, um, not not McDonald's corporate, turned out to be um, the, the, the Catholics who couldn't eat meat on Fridays. Uh, That's that really interesting. I would actually try that. That sounds good, the pineapple and cheese. Put some barbecue sauce sounds, on it. Sounds um, pretty gross to me. Yeah, really? A little uh, weird But that's there. like a Hawaiian pizza. McDonald's, yeah. McDonald's cheese melted yeah. over. Yeah, okay. All right, we'll try it later. Hawaiian pizza. <laughs> I am once again hungry after a quiz. I know. Yeah. It's always like this. Boo. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You can spend less time staying in the know about all things gaming and get more time to actually play the games you love with the IGN Daily Update Podcast. All you need is a few minutes to hear the latest from IGN on the world of video games, movies, and television with news, previews, and reviews. You'll hear everything from Comic-Con coverage to the huge Diablo 4 launch. So listen and subscribe to the IGN Daily Update wherever you get your podcasts. That's the IGN Daily Update, wherever you get your podcasts. 
Okay, my turn, and I've said this on the podcast before, and you guys know this about me, is I'm a big fan of movie soundtracks, but that also includes movie scores. Right. So we've done a lot of music quizzes where we had what you call, Chris, the needle drop, right? Having like a famous song for a famous scene, but we haven't done one with movie scores yet. nice. So here I have a list of some of my favorite um, iconic movie scores. I like that. And... uh. The thing is, I did not include anything from John Williams, so that's out of the <laughs> I feel like that is too easy. Harry Potter, Indiana Jones, oh, Star Wars, Wars whoa, whoa. Right. Jaws. Yep, yeah, those are way too iconic. But okay. but these, I'm sure, when you hear it, you'll be like, oh, I totally. So, so know. we're buzzing in with the movie. Yes. Okay. Please <laughs> provide me the movie title of these movie scores, and here we go. This is the first one. I started to feel like I was going to know it, and then it ended. And oh. I was like, oh. Colin. Uh, was that Dark Knight? Correct. It oh, was Dark Knight. Wow. It was yeah, Batman. it was like, it was right on the tip of yeah. Yeah, knowing. Yeah, it was yeah. like, it just kind of flashed right at the very end. I'm like, oh, I could just picture him riding down the, yeah. Those two notes, very, very iconic. Good job. All right, here we go. The next one. Does it sound familiar? It does sound it really does. familiar. Is it The Lion King? Correct. Yeah. It is The Lion yeah. King. Oh, okay. <sighs> a good mix of uh, Hans Zimmer, very famous composer for a lot of music stuff, who also did The Dark Knight. For Lion King, he teamed up with Lebo M., who was an African composer. So they would have these hybrids of very beautiful orchestral pieces mixed in with kind of the, the African chanting mm. and the tribal sound. Mm. And that was when uh, Simba uh, became the rightful king. Here's number three. Chris. Pirates of the Caribbean. Yes. Mm. I would say specify which movie, but this theme is used in all mm-hmm. yeah. four. Can you name me all four full titles of Ooh. the Pirates movies? Okay. We can work Pi- together. Okay. So Pirates of the Caribbean, The Curse of the Black Pearl. Okay. Correct. First, First one. one. There was, uh, there was At World's End. At World's End. There's On Stranger Tides. And then there's... It was just the first one, right? I mean, no, no, no. Uh, I mean, uh, Curse of the Black Pearl, I think. Oh, was yeah. the, oh, oh, oh that's right. Oh, right. Dead Man's Chest. Correct. Okay. Okay. Very good. All right. Here we go. Another one. Mm-hmm. 
You guys are all smiling. <laughs> um, is it the Sting? Yes, yes. Right, yes. the Sting. Marvin Hamlish is the entertainer. Yes, right. very famous. The Sting, starring. Uh, Paul Newman and Robert Redford. Yep. Best Picture, 1973. Whoa. Whoa. Bonus points. Jeez. <laughs> Next one. of clarification for this one this is technically not in the score of the movie this is probably kind of like a needle drop where it was a song that was used in specific scenes mm. hmm. famous dancing tango scene dirty dancing <laughs> incorrect <laughs> it was used in scent of a woman oh. and the other movie is true lies with <laughs> jamie lee curtis and arnold schwarzenegger That's dancing tough. at the at the end i wasn't allowed to watch that movie when it came out. <laughs> and the last one Colin. Oh, was that the Daft Punk from the Tron movie? Yes, it was Tron Legacy. Oh, it was. Yep, it wow. was. And the whole score of the Tron Legacy movie was all done by Daft Punk. Mm-hmm. This one is an example of the techno ones, and not all of them are techno sounding. There are a lot of beautiful uh, orchestral, like violin and string pieces that Daft Punk also composed. Hmm. So very cool. The whole movie. Nice. Composed nice. by Daft Punk. So, of course, I did not have John Williams on the list because I figured that was pretty easy. Well, he covers half of all movies ever made. A lot. John Williams, just so iconic. And so I actually looked up the top five movie scores from the American Film Institute, AFI's Uh top list. Okay. Mm -hmm. Can you guys guess, not necessarily in order, what the top five movie scores are? And keep in mind, this is like out of a hundred years. Right, right. Mm. I, I'm I'm gonna guess uh, Star Wars is on. Yeah. There. I figure Star Wars is up Star there. Wars yeah. is number one. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, is Jaws? Is the oh Jaws? No. Really? Mm-hmm. Is the Godfather on there? Yes. Yeah. Godfather okay. is number five. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Nope. Hmm. Is Indiana Jones on there? Nope. Well, it's really? on, not in top five. It's not in the top okay. five. So Star Wars is oh, number one. Uh, Jurassic Park. Mm-mm. Hmm. They're all old. So oh, okay. Right. Right. This number- is all time. Casablanca. Mm-mm. No, number two. Give us some hints. Sweeping epic. Gone, gone with the, the wind. wind. Yep, gone <laughs> oh. with the wind. It's funny how sweeping epic yeah. just means gone yeah, with the wind. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, number three is Lawrence of Arabia. Okay. Huh. Yeah. Which I can't recall it, but when I went onto YouTube and listened to it, I was like, oh. It is. It, it's fun. Yeah. And a lot of these themes are used in other movies, yeah. too. Yeah. And number four is Psycho. Ah, okay. And then number five is Godfather. So there you go. Number one, Star Wars. If that question ever pops up, Star Wars, number one. That was a good one. I like that. That was was a good quiz. That was my (laughs) quiz. It is always like, oh, I know this from somewhere (laughs) moment. Okay, well, those were all songs that don't have words. And now my my quiz is about songs paying a special attention to the words. Uh And so these are all songs that describe dance moves.
so I'll tell you the lyrics that are describing the dance moves, and then you have to tell me what dance they're describing. This is fantastic! <laughs> this is fantastic! I love this! Okay. Well, I hope, I hope it lives up to that, <laughs> that excitement. All right, first one. It's just a jump to the left and then a step to the right. With your hands on your hips, you bring your knees in tight, but it's a pelvic thrust that really drives you insane. Karen. It is the time warp from Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yes. Okay. You got to swing your hips now. Come on, baby. Jump up. Jump back. What? The locomotion. Yes. Yes. Do you know who did it originally? Uh, well, it was written by Carol King, uh, but I don't know. Really? Who it uh, Wait, it, um, it's it's uh, who is it? Little, Little Eva. Yes. Eva. There you go. Little Eva originally, but made famous by Kylie Minogue, right? Well, I mean, Little the Eva made it famous. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Brought back. Brought, Brought back. back. Yeah, Brought yeah, back. yeah. First, I limped to the side like my leg was broken, shaking and twitching, kind of like I was smoking. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like the reading? <laughs> The hokey pokey. First, I limped to the side like my leg was broken, shaking and twitching, kind of like I was smoking. Is it the stanky leg? No. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. It's the Humpty Dance. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I, never, I guess I never knew how to do the Humpty Dance. I, I like my oatmeal lumpy. <laughs> I put my hand upon your hip when I dip, you dip, we dip. <laughs> Karen. It is da dip. By Freak Nasty. Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay, well, I feel less bad about I was like, oh, these are like deep my, cuts of no. old clips. My favorite part of that song is always that he's like, when I dip, you dip, we dip. He just, <laughs> I just want to be perfectly clear you understand how this works. <laughs> I do it first, then you do, you do it, it, and then... By definition, we're we doing, doing it together. It together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, stop. Now, when I'm dipping, <laughs> what are you I'll draw doing? you a diagram. I'll draw you a picture. And then oh, we, we oh, did, yeah. right. Oh, God, it was God. so confusing. All right. To the left, to the left, to the right, to the right, to the front, to the front, to the back, to the back. Now dip, baby, dip. Karen. <laughs> tootsie roll. Let me see you do that tootsie roll. Do you know Not me? really sure the full title is. It's tootsie I believe roll. it's Tootsie Roll, okay, yeah. Okay, okay. By the tootsie 69 roll. Boys. 69 Boys, <laughs> yes. yeah. Spelled with a Z. <laughs> yeah, heel, toe, do si do. Come on, baby, let's go. Oh. Mm. Like, I know the words, I just can't. Heel, toe. Pass. I can't retrieve it. It's the Boot Scootin' Boogie. Um, boot Scootin' Boogie. By Brooks and Dunn. Okay. All right, last one. Move your body if you got the notion, front to back in a rock-like motion. Move oh. your hips from side to side now. Don't get slip. Let your feet glide now. If you got the groove, you got to use it. Rock rhythm and time with the music. You just might start a chain reaction. Oh, God, what is this? This is something really cheesy. Yeah. Isn't it? Is it? You guys it, all know this song. Is it the Bart Man? This is the Bart Man. Yes! <laughs> oh, 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 oh. yes! Yes! Oh, my God. I had that tape. From The Simpsons, of course. From The Simpsons, yes. yes. Oh. The Bartman. I need to listen to that again. That was awesome when I was a kid. Do The Bartman. Very there nice. Urkel had a dance, too. There was an episode of Family Matters. Pull your pants up to your armpit. Yeah, 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 yes. All right, well, we've got the Bartman there named after Bart Simpson. I, uh, Thanks, will very, <laughs> I will very clumsily transition oh. into other things that are named after people. 
So, uh, <laughs> let segue. me ride there on my Segway. <laughs> uh, I'm so going to continue smooth. in the vein of sort of uh, traveling the world that I started with the road trip earlier. I'm going to give you guys the names of countries that are named after people. Okay. And now this this group is actually a little bit smaller than you might think. There are a lot of countries named after people, but not as many as I thought. So mm-hmm. I will name the country, and you name the historical or possibly allegorical person after whom the country is named. Oh. Oh, I can't even name one. I think you can. All right, so we'll start with a simple one here. Columbia. Chris. Christopher Columbus. Christopher Columbus. Oh. Yes. Yes. I blanked. I was like, Probably the easiest one. All right, all right. And I I will warn you, there are a couple tricky ones on here. All right. Bolivia. I I think I know what it is, but is it... Is it Simón Bolívar? It is Simón Bolívar. That's right. Who is a big figure in fighting for independence from Spain. Yes. And technically Venezuela, actually. He's uh, also the Bolivarian Republic of Venezuela. So he's actually in two countries. Oh, that is the full title. That's right. That's right. America. I think Dana again. Amerigo Vespucci. Yes. Amerigo Vespucci was an Italian map maker and explorer. And he was really the first one who posited the idea that what it, what South America was a a whole separate continent. Just reading into this, he may not have even known that it ended up being named after him, but his name started showing up around in the 1500s on maps. He was a cartographer. He was, uh, among other things, a cartographer and explorer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, I guess Spain refused to call it America for 200 years. They felt that Christopher Columbus got slighted. <laughs> but so, yes, Amerigo Vespucci. The Philippines. Karen. King Philip of Spain? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, I which... I don't know which... <laughs> God, uh, three. Close. King Philip II. Okay. Yes, okay. but yeah, there's always the nitpicky part. Yes, King Philip II of Spain. All right, now we're getting into the uh, trickier portion of the quiz here. El Salvador. Think expansively here. <laughs> El Salvador. It helps if you know a little Spanish. Chris. Is it named after Jesus H. It Christ? It is named after Jesus Christ. El Salvador means the savior. The savior. Yeah, and again, the original full-length name of the country was uh, the province of our Lord Jesus Christ, the savior of the world, which has just been shortened <laughs> to El Salvador. El Salvador, the savior. Right. Okay. Oh, wow. All right. Israel. It'd be ironic if it was also Jesus, right? (laughs) (laughs) It is not Jesus. It is not Jesus. This one you really, it helps if you know your biblical uh, stories. It is. Oh, sorry. It was somebody who was renamed Israel. Chris. Abraham? Close. Close. It is, you're in the right family. Yeah. It was Jacob. Oh, okay. So Jacob, who you may remember the story, he wrestled oh, the angel. Yeah. Sorry. And he wrestled the angel and God renamed him Israel, yep. which means that struggle with God. From I should have figured that out from the, the yes. Joseph and the technical. I know, that's what I was <laughs> If I had just recited the libretto again, I would have yeah. got it. Jacob. <laughs> All right, we'll close out one here. A little tricky. Ireland. Ire. And it might Aaron help. Gobra. Yeah, you're on the right Eerie. track. You're absolutely on the right track, Karen. Yes. But what does it mean? Yeah. Well, we'll 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 call it there. Aaron or Eri or Eru was oh. a. 
Celtic goddess. Oh, okay. okay. And so the island and then later the country name comes from Eru or Erin. Hmm. And is... I know I am absolutely butchering the proper pronunciation here for anyone listening. Also, is a goddess a person? Well, that's why I said at the top, the they may be real <laughs> historical, they may be allegorical. <laughs> gotcha. I warned you at the outset. I thought you were going to do Rhodesia or something. No, I will, you know. Or Monrovia. Or <laughs> that's... Like Rhodesia, of course, named mm-hmm. after Cecil Rhodes, but yeah. it's now Zimbabwe. Yeah. But that would have been on the list as well. Yeah, the <laughs> Rhodes Scholar, who we talked about in an earlier episode Because of well. the diamonds. Yes, Ooh. that's right. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, well, good job, guys. Those are Man, countries. I, they're I tricky. didn't know any of them. So I actually, I'm glad you asked that. I had yeah. Georgia on this list originally uh, named after, the, the one belief is named after uh, St. George, mm-hmm. you know, like George oh. and the Dragon and the famous story of that. But apparently that's pretty disputed now. I was doing mm-hmm. a little more research there are some linguists who don't think it actually comes from saint george so it was enough in dispute i didn't put it on the list (laughs) hello everyone you may recognize me as gabby from the history of everything podcast and my name is brenna and you don't recognize me from anything yet together we're two scientists who explore all of the weird little questions and conspiracies of the universe in our new podcast mystery of everything everything has an explanation we hope but that is what we're here to figure out We will dive into the science behind many popular conspiracy theories, such as vaccines causing autism, flat earth theory, and was the moon landing fake? And if so, why the heck would anyone even do that? But it's not just conspiracies. There's a lot of cool mysteries that we will attempt to use science to explain, such as near-death experiences, what made the Vikings go berserk, and can I control my co-host with MKUltra? Wait, what? (laughs) Anyway, make sure to check out the Mischief Everything podcast everywhere where you find your podcasts. So here's something fun. I don't know how this is going to go over because it's more of a puzzle and it's completely untested. So let's see how you guys do. Um, I'm calling this puzzle Brainy Words. Every word I'm looking for you guys to give me contains the letters B-R-A-I-N in that order, but not necessarily contiguously. Oh. Man, that sounds like a lot of work coming up with this. So, for example, if I were to say surveillance, you might say observation. Observation. Ah, Okay. Okay. Ready? Okay. Oh, man. Well, let's see. Let's see what happens. All right. Brutal. The blanks invaded the city. Colin. Barbarian? Yes. Quiver. Quiver. See, it's as in, as in, uh, as in a shaking. Dana. Vibration. Vibration. Yeah. Scrape. Scrape. Colin. Abrasion. Yes. Wow. Bibliothecary. Dana. Librarian. Yes. <laughs> Partnership. Cooperate. No, not cooperation. Two musicians uh, might work together and you would call it Dana. Collaboration. Collaboration. Yes. A settlement of dispute. Dana again. Arbitration. Arbitration. Finally, something deviating from normality. Dana. 
Uh, aberration. Yeah, aberration. Yeah. Took like, too long. I gotta yeah. jump in there. Mm. You guys are good. So let me try these I on. I thought of some of these before he started. I was like, oh, like librarian? But I didn't say <laughs> Oh, <no>. singing. <laughs> she was building up a stockpile. Yeah. When you think about it, yeah, when you think about it in your mind, you can kind of see words forming. Um, there are not very many uh, anagrams of the word brain, as I found when I was playing around with the word to see what I could do here. Um, but if you add letters to the word brain, you can get anagrams. So if I add a G to the word brain, can you think of what word that might be? Bearing. Bearing. Yeah. yeah. Wow. G. Right out of the park. If I add a Y to the word brain, brain. Not, not, not brain. <laughs> a word that is not brainy. Way of Binary. counting things. Binary. Ah, there yeah. we go. Um, and finally, adding an S to the word brain give us brains. brains. But it might also give us a word that brains. means children. Barons. Barons. Mm, there we go. Mm-hmm. It's a Scrabble word. Dana, you're and, so good. And those are the... Uh, wow, you're really good at anagrams. <laughs> like, like just, you have you have a brain for it. Yeah, like, you're like John Nash. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. But with anagrams. Mm. Well, anyway, that's my, uh, that's my brainy words quiz. Nice. Only I can make that a marketable skill. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Great. And that's our show, our all quiz number seven. Thank you guys for joining me and thank you guys, the listeners, for listening in and hope you guys learn a lot about burgers and countries named after people and movies, scores, and also the Bartman. And you can find us on Zoom Marketplace, on iTunes, on Stitcher, and also on our website, which is goodjobbrain.com. And you can also find us on Twitter and also on Facebook. Special thanks to our sponsors, Bonobos. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Later. Hi, I'm Neil. And I'm Ken. And we are from the Triviality Podcast, a pub trivia-style game show where a lack of seriousness meets a little bit of knowledge. Join us each week for an hour-long game of general knowledge trivia featuring special guests from around the world, plus tons of extra themed episodes. If you want to improve your trivia game, or you just want to scream at us in your car when we get easy questions wrong, then we're the show for you. Find Triviality on all your favorite podcast apps. But you know that, because you're already listening to a podcast.